vaccines, election integrity, communism. We're going to keep it light tonight. All that's coming up next on I'm Right. This was supposed to be Atlanta's night, but we were robbed. Democrats stole our all-star game to push their divisive political agenda. Politicians and corporations lie, while black communities got hurt the most, even though a majority of black voters support laws like voter ID. To Democrats, it's just a game, but we're the ones who got played. What is a game? And by the way, skip the All-Star game, huh? I mean, let's 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 just before we get into why, let's let's remember something here. Georgia passes the most benign, and I mean benign voter ID law ever. There are several states, even blue states with stricter voter ID laws still than Georgia. They just passed this benign, boring law. They pulled the All-Star game out. Uh, filmmakers like Will Smith pulled their movie productions out. Everybody fled and everyone was using these absurd comparisons to Jim Crow and everything else by everybody pretending like they can take somebody's heritage and act like they, 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 they acquired that pain miraculously. Okay, So it was ridiculous. And we have something here from the Washington Examiner. Quote, Atlanta officials have said the Major League Baseball's decision to relocate Tuesday's game will cost the region an estimated $100 million in lost tourism. Major League Baseball officials purportedly signed partnership contracts with businesses and venues across Cobb County, which included reserving thousands of hotel rooms for league officials, players, and fans. Now, let's pause for a moment. Because you saw the ad in the very beginning about how this crushed black people. Yeah, that's true. And we, we've pointed out a hundred times on this show, and I know a bunch of other people have, that Black Lives Matter and the defund the police movement has killed a lot of black people. The, the murder rates in these cities don't lie. The truth is, and I don't care how mad this makes you, Black Lives Matter is responsible for more black, black deaths than the KKK or any white supremacist group has caused in decades combined. Black Lives Matter has slaughtered black people. But you're tempted when you hear things like that. You're tempted to do things like, oh, that's hypocritical. They're hypocrites. These people, they say one thing and do the other. But you're making a mistake when you do that. They're not hypocrites. They're communists. What does that mean? Well, none of the separate street hustler groups None of the separate street communist groups, the violent ones, none of them are actually separate. You see, you have to train yourself. And this gets so difficult because what it means is you have to see something and hear something and not believe it, but you must train yourself. None of these groups actually care about what they claim to care about. None of them. None of them. That's why they're all constantly exposed as hypocrites. They're all one group. They aren't actually separate. They're one group. What do they care about? Bringing America to its knees. Now, the communists are smart enough to brand it different for everybody, 
because everyone has their own grievance, right? Oh, maybe this person feels everyone's racist, and this person's worried about the environment, and this lady feels oppressed with her nine cats, and everyone has their own grievance. But in the end, it's all about envy and anger and jealousy and destroying America. Why do you think these groups work together all the time? Because they're the same group. Black Lives Matter is the feminist movement. It is the climate change movement. It is the LGBTQ blah, blah, blah movement. They're all the same movement. Every one of these groups are. They didn't pull the all-star game out of Atlanta for black people. They don't care about black people, and it's not that they're racist. They don't care about white people either. They don't care about anything except their communist god. Why do you think anybody black who turns out to be a conservative is called the most abhorrent names you could possibly imagine? Why do you think every woman who's on the right is absolutely destroyed and called horrible things by the left? Why do you think that is? There are several gay people now on the right. Have you seen the things the left will say to those people? Because it has nothing to do with gay people or black people or women or, or the Mother Earth or whatever this is. It has everything to do with communism and the destruction of America. They're not hypocrites. You just have to stop buying their branding. Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with black people. Nothing. And yes, I understand there are going to be, as every move, every movement gets this, in Black Lives Matter, environmentalism, feminism, you're going to have the charlatans at the top who get rich and know the movement has nothing to do with what they say it's about. But underneath them, no movement would be a movement without legions and legions of morons who actually buy the press. Which brings us back to you and I. We have to be smart enough now and cynical enough now to not buy the branding. Stop buying the branding. None of these groups, none of them are separates. None of them are about what they claim to be about. They're all about one thing, the cultural Marxist destruction of the United States of America. And as long as you're on board with that, that group will treat you well. The second you oppose that, they'll destroy you. Remember that. Always, always, always remember that. Now let's change subjects here. We're going to bounce around a little bit tonight in Texas. What's happening in Texas? I'm sure you've probably seen something about this today. Well, the Texas state government was about to pass a voter ID bill, just a voting bill. That's all you need to know about. I don't need to go into the details of it. The Texas Democrats decided to do something that's actually against the law. It's actually illegal. They got on a private plane. will be very interesting to know who paid for that private plane. They all got on a private plane and fled the state of Texas. Why did they flee the state of Texas? Well, because they're all criminals now. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has already come out and said they will all be placed under arrest when they return to the state. What they've done is illegal. They all hopped on a plane with a case of Miller Lite and fled to Washington, D.C., where they're going to attempt to coerce the D.C. Democrats and some Republicans to pass a federal law and protect themselves and so on and so on and so on. We even have one of those reps, this is their quote, quote, just landed in Memphis on our way to D.C. Thank you all for your well wishes. We left behind our families, our livelihoods, and our beloved Texas, but our sacrifice is nothing compared to the sacrifice Americans have made throughout history to protect the sacred right to vote. We're prepared to stay out of Texas for the rest of the session. 
This decision wasn't easy. Many of my colleagues left kids, elderly parents, and sick loved ones. Many are risking their day jobs and their seats in the house, but we won't sit by and watch democracy wither on the vine. Now, let's be clear about something. This is against the law. What they did is against the law. I'm going to play for you something Kamala Harris had to say. Remember, this is the same Kamala Harris who posted a bail fund for people who were burning down Minneapolis. This is what she had to say. I applaud them standing for the rights of all Americans and all Texans to express their voice through their vote unencumbered. Um, I will say that, that they are... Um, they are leaders who are marching in the path that so many others before did when they fought and many died for our right to vote. Oh, that political blah, 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 blah. And this, this, of course, is what Greg Abbott said when he, you know, addressed the situation. These people want to be hanging out wherever they're hanging out on this taxpayer paid junket. They're going to have to be prepared to do it for well over a year. As soon as they come back in the state of Texas, they will be arrested. They will be cabined inside the Texas Capitol until they get their job done. Okay. Let's go back to Kamala here for just a moment. She's supporting breaking the law. But I don't want you, again, you have to resist the urge to do what you're doing. It is, it's against the law. You and I have to accept something else. And this is difficult. And this is difficult because the truth is accepting what I'm about to tell you means you accept that you live in a different America than your parents lived in and their parents before them lived in. This is accepting that the next 20 or 30 years in this country is going to look much different than the last 20 or 30 years in this country. You ready for this? You ready? We live in a post-law America now. There's no more law. There's that great line I've told you before, the great Pompey Magnus of Rome, do not quote laws to men with swords. That's where we are now in America. It hasn't always been this way, but when all your cultural institutions rot out from underneath you, you get to where we are now, where a post-law era, laws don't mean anything now. All that means anything is who's going to enforce them, who's going to actually prosecute them, how you're going to use the power you acquire once you acquire it. There's no law now. You've seen the disparity time and time and time again. In the last two years alone, you've seen the law used to protect everybody who's part of the system, everyone on the left and anyone on the right crushed underneath its boot. That situation's not going to change. There is no law. The vice president of the United States of America just got up on camera and promoted breaking the law. We're not in an era of law. We're in something else now. Now, you don't have to be happy about that. I'm certainly not happy about that. I've got two sons. They're 10 and 12. They're going to have a different kind of a country than the one I grew up in, than the one you grew up in. That's life. What are we going to do? Whine about it? That's life. But you do have to understand it. Law? <laughs> Tell me about the law. Who are you going to rely on? Bill Barr? You see this? See, Democrats are pulling this stunt. Here's the truth. 
former United States attorney in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. He wrote to Donald Trump, quote, on election day and afterwards, our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. As part of my responsibilities as U.S. attorney, I wanted to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully any allegations. Attorney General Barr, however, instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. I was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation, the same state attorney general who had already declared that you could not win. Now, talk about tough conversations. Let's have another one. How many people... Okay, we know about the communists, right? We just went over all that. What they believe, what they want. How many people you think are on your side are actually on your side? How many? I mean, I'm old enough to remember Bill Barr sitting in front of the Senate, and of course, because he was smarter than all of them, making a bunch of Democrats look like idiots. And remember, he did the water bottle thing where he chugged the water bottle, and he did the... And it made this famous little little meme online, and everyone clapped. I love Bill Barr. He's the warrior we love. Bill Barr. Finally have a good attorney general. Bill Barr sat down in that office and promptly ran cover for the Democrats. How many people on our side can you actually trust? Here's the truth. Not very many. And there's a couple reasons for that. One, most people on the right are cowards. They are. I, I, look, if the left wasn't so disgusting and communist, I'd be a leftist because at least they fight for what they believe. People on the right, they just want to be accepted and they, they want everyone to treat them nice. Just don't call me a racist. I'll do whatever you want. And so we get a lot of on the right. So most people on the right are cowards, undoubtedly. But the truth is this. Because I don't want to just be harsh. You know what a soft, cuddly person I am. The truth is this. In any corrupted system, any corrupted system, look at any communist government throughout history or totalitarian government, however you want to look at them. Any system that's rotted out and corrupted and filthy, it's just easier to be part of it than go against it. You see, when they control all the cultural institutions, and they do, they even have medicine now. You realize that? They have medicine. They have science. They got the churches. They got it all. When they own all the cultural institutions, it's just easier to go along with it. Protect it. Be a good little boy. System will pat you on the head, and Bill Barr can waddle off into the sunset. Probably make a million or two a year on the speaker circuit in the university system. Why? Because he was a good little boy, and when the system needed him to be a little whipping boy, he was a little whipping boy. Good job, Bill. Here's a couple million. Take the old lady out for a nice steak dinner. And it's hard to go against it. The system does have the ability to destroy you and I. They do. Systems make it powerful. They've gone after me several times. By the grace of God, I work for the first and they don't care. Shoot, every time I get in trouble, they love it. But that's the world we live in now. We must become uncomfortable, well, comfortable being uncomfortable, and we must become the rebels now. 
you and I are the counterculture because everything you know to be right, the system says is wrong and they want to censor you and shut you up and arrest you. There's nothing they won't do to you in order to keep you from taking away their power. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now we have vaccine talk next in some really, really creepy stuff. When they get honest, they get super creepy. You can hear it in this vaccine stuff I'm going to play you next. But first and foremost, I don't need to tell you that it's a dangerous world out there. You know that by now. Learn to use your weapon safely. Train with it so you can be proficient with it. And get a custom-made holster from Northwest Retention Systems. American-made, I might add. And not only are these things high quality. I talk to you about the quality of Northwest Retention Systems all the time. The designs are awesome. Have I ever showed you mine? I need to bring mine in and show you mine. My concealed carry holster, it has the join or die flags. The ones from the American Revolution all over it. There's a 1776 holster. There's a Trump holster. Make sure you check out their Scout chest holster, by the way, in case you're driving around, tractor, vehicle. Very, very handy to have your weapon here except, and then not on your side. Northwest Retention Systems. Go to nwretention.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE for 10% off. We'll be back. Do you think it's generally a good idea for businesses or schools to require vaccinations? Right. I have been of this opinion and I remain of that opinion that I do believe at the local level, Jake, there should be more mandate. Of course. He's a doctor, didn't you hear? Now, never mind all the lockdown evidence we have that all that stuff was idiotic and that everything he's done from the beginning is wrong, but of course he wants more power and more control. But remember this, they're all tyrants. Some of them are in lab coats. Some of them are, are called doctor, scientist, teacher, but they're all tyrants at heart. Don't believe me? Well, sometimes they just get real honest about it. And what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. They just come out and say it. I've told you this before. I know you don't want to believe it. I know it's hard to hear, but remember something. Every single liberal you know, every one of them, they're an inch away, an inch away from becoming a tyrant. They all are. Because the whole communist religion is a religion of coercion. It sucks. Being a communist sucks. Living under communism sucks. And the communists all know that, right? They all know that. So they understand they're going to have to put systems in place that make you do it. If you have choices, well, then you would never choose to live under their regime. Of course they think you should be punished if you don't take the vaccine. Because let's be honest, that's what she said, right? 
It should be hard to not have the vaccine. Well, yeah, we'll just uh, have to jam something up your nose 9,000 times a day. Make sure you fill out these forms. Maybe we'll have to waterboard you. Get the vaccine. Just do what you're told. Why won't you do what you're told? That's how they think. This person won't do what they're told. What can I do to them so they'll do what they're told? Every single liberal you know thinks like that. Every single one. All it'll take is a little nudge and they'll all be tyrants. Remember that. Speaking of coercion, speaking of forcing you to do things, maybe you're stuck in a timeshare. And the reason I say that gently is every time I talk to someone who's stuck in a timeshare, they're all angry, understandably, but they're embarrassed. They feel like they got ripped off, they did something wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. A lot of these timeshare companies, not all of them, but a lot of these companies are scumbags. They get you in them and you can't get out. You can't get out, your kids can't get out. This one story I heard is terrible. Lady died, her daughter was forced to take it. Her daughter can't get out. That's after the mom tried to get out forever. You don't have to live like that. Call Newton Group Transfers. That's what they do. They go to war for people like you and get people out from these scummy times. That's 888-84-JESSE or go to timesharejesse.com. I love that there's a timesharejesse.com. Timesharejesse.com. You don't have to stay stuck in that timeshare. Call Newton Group today. I'm standing here in Luna County, New Mexico in front of thousands of pounds of American-made steel basically things that taxpayers paid for to see continuation of this wall that was abruptly halted by President Biden when he took office on January 20th. President Biden, this is your responsibility to keep our homeland secure so that the sheriff of Luna County and other sheriffs on the southern border aren't overtaxed, aren't overworked, having to do the job of Customs and Border Patrol agents here. This wall needs to be completed and the material is sitting right here. Joining me now, Republican strategist and attorney Amanda Mackey. You may recognize her from that little video. Amanda, now I want, need you to clarify something I saw in your video there. We have obviously the wall, the tall part, and then there were those little X-shaped things. That looked like somebody could just walk right over it, or are my eyes deceiving me here? They're not deceiving you. You can actually crawl under it. You can climb over it like a jungle gym. Uh, and then if you wanted to, you could just walk around it. Okay, so what, what is the border control plan? That's an unsecured open border. Is there something there I'm not seeing? Uh, you're not missing anything. And in fact, Customs and Border Patrol agents, they weren't really around. They One drove through. But really, they're focused on intake and processing. That's where the administration has them right now. So this is left to local law enforcement to have to protect the wall. To do Customs and Border Protection is now what local law enforcement in Luna County is doing. All right, Amanda. Is this now, I mean, obviously I care about this issue. Clearly you do. That's why you went down there. I'm going to set aside my personal feelings for a moment. You're a Republican strategist. Is this issue 
actually a loser for Democrats coming into the midterms? Do enough Americans care about what's happening or not happening down there? Or is this just something I care about, but I'm screaming into the wall? They should care, and I'll tell you why. The sheriff that I met with is a Democrat. Okay, And I told him, I said, I may ask you questions that may be challenging here. And he said, no question is challenging because we have a crisis on our hands and clearly we're not getting the help that we need. So you have all these people in Luna County and New Mexico and throughout where these people are just walking through in the dead of the night. What's interesting about Luna County that's different about, for example, the lower Rio Grande Valley is the fact that you have... Um, women and children in the lower Rio Grande Valley who want to get picked up. They want to get identified. They want to get processed. They want to work their way through the system. In Luna County, you have hardcore criminals. Most of the people that are coming, according to the sheriff, are men. They're dressed in camouflage. They're between the ages of 18 and 40. Men who can traverse those challenging, uh, the challenging terrain between the state of Chihuahua and Mexico and Luna County. Um, So you have a different type of migrant that is coming there, more of a criminal, maybe with a criminal past they're trying to get out of, and they're hiding on the rancher's lands. There's a ton of land there, very easy to hide. So you're having an increase in trespassing, an increase in criminal activities. And what are they left to do other than the sheriff's office can process them Um, and CBP ultimately has to come get them. But let me just tell you the most uh, eye-opening thing that I experienced. I I mean, you can look at me and say, well, she could pass for being Latina or Hispanic. When I drove through two checkpoints, two Customs and Border Patrol checkpoints, I was asked one question, are you a US citizen? And when I said yes, they said, have a nice day. No, ask for an ID no request for where I'm going, where am I going to visit, do you have documentation, nothing. So if this is what Customs and Border Patrol agents are doing, doesn't that tell you that from on high they're being told to look the other way? Yeah, Yeah, look, there's no question about it. I've actually had the same experience myself down there on the border. Amanda, all right, so we have an area uniquely dangerous, it sounds like, because we have military-age males flowing through mainly. Is it just the terrain? I'm trying to figure out where there would be one area where the military age males, probably the criminals are coming through and not the women and children. I'm sure it's across most of New Mexico's border, but everyone's focused their efforts on McAllen and Donna and the lower Rio Grande Valley. Uh, So you just don't have, you don't have anything but local law enforcement. And what the sheriff told me is he said, we're down five people, but we're one of the poorest counties in New Mexico. Add to that that the Democrat governor of the state just did away with qualified immunity, which basically opens up police and law enforcement to being subject to lawsuits themselves. That's just another way of saying I'm defunding the police. Good grief. All right, Amanda. uh, Look, let's set aside all the dark stuff right now, and I'm going to play you this beautiful video of We Shall Overcome. We will overcome, we will overcome, we will overcome someday. Deep in our hearts, I do believe we will overcome someday. Thank you, Miss T. 
<laughs> All right, Amanda, I'm sorry. That's so embarrassing. On top of every other part of this whole thing, why are Democrats so embarrassing? Does this stuff work on people? I can't imagine that it does. I mean, they, they didn't have really any script, aside from the fact that they're tone deaf. Um, they, they didn't really have a script. I mean, what are they doing in Washington, D.C.? Like, what's the connection between Austin and Washington, D.C.? Did they think going to another capital city that Joe Biden was going to be like helping them out, was going to bail them out of the situation they're in? I mean, they're going to eventually have to go back and they're going to be arrested. They're not doing their job. You know, they're, they're leaving their carbon footprint, flying on a private plane. Who knows who paid for that? Probably taxpayers like you who live in Texas. Um, and, and what is the point of all of this? Go do your job. What a way to set an example. Go do your job. Fight the Amanda, good fight. Aren't I... Fighting a good fight? Yeah, no, look, I, I obviously am very hard on Republicans. I'm hard on Democrats. I'm a hardcore partisan. I make no bones about that. But the last thing in the world I want is to ever see anybody getting hurt. And I, I'm, I'm worried that they are going to return. They are going to get arrested. Everyone's going to freak out as, this, as if this is some dangerous Republican escalation. I'm worried where stuff like this leads. I realize this is just some stupid showmanship thing right now. But when you set yourself up to guarantee your arrest when you get home, that's a provocation. And I'm worried how that ends, especially in this environment. It's hard to tell how this will end, but I don't think the narrative's been very good for them so far. Uh, what I saw as of late is Gene Wu, who is a lawmaker, Democrat lawmaker, has been posting his food and saying, my first meal is a fugitive. They're, they're really being too cute by a half. This isn't a joke. This is very serious. There are a lot of Americans, by the way, 75% of Republicans, 40% uh, of independents that believe the elections were stolen in January. Now, wherever you fall on that spectrum, you probably want free and fair elections because guess what's happening in countries where there aren't free and fair elections like Cuba and Iran? The people are revolting. So you probably want those things. And look what the Democrats do. They leave. They flock. They won't, they won't, they won't fight the good fight. Fight your part. Say what you want to say. And they won't do it because they're on the losing side of it. Amanda Mackey, everyone. Amanda, thank you so much. Thank you. That video is honestly, it was so hilarious. I might play it again for Lighten the Mood tonight. I didn't, I wasn't even expecting to laugh that hard. It's so bad. Do you have a moment when you're up there and you know how bad that looks? That's what I want to know. Is there anybody up there thinking to himself, ugh, this doesn't sound very good. <laughs> All right. Home title theft. Not a laughing matter. If you own a home, your home is likely the biggest financial vulnerability you have. If you don't have home title lock, they're already online looking for you right now. Your home title is online. Listen to this guy. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. And law enforcement does not have a handle on this crime. Oh, they'll catch them after, but 
after people are wiped out. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. They will detect any tampering and shut it down immediately. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code RADIO. That gets you 30 days for free. We'll be back. Joining me now, my friend Ken LaCourt with the Media Action Network. Ken, uh, this thing from Politico, I had to read the article, and you know how much I don't li- like reading, Ken, because it said things like, the DNC is planning to engage fact-checkers more aggressively, okay, that's fine, and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages now ken i understand that we are living in a post-law america sadly but that doesn't sound legal at all you know they they're opening up the fields that they can then censor i mean there's no other way to look at this um we've seen the fact checkers fact checkers used to start off they were kind of like the good guys in all this game until then you saw that while they were pretending like journalists to be referees, they became players in the game, and you and when you would see the fact checking, it's like, hey, it looks like the DNC wrote this fact checking thing at this supposedly neutral fact checking site. So, like everybody else in in the political game, you have to kind of see see whose side they're on. So, look, they're going after every way that humans can communicate with each other, and the only two primary ones that they haven't done are direct SMS to SMS messaging of people. And then, uh, uh, well, two others after that. One would be email specifically. Jesse, there will be a day where your carrier said, Jesse, sorry, you just got an email that had an incorrect fact in that from the RNC or from this. And they'll either stop it from coming or they'll give you an addendum or they'll put something at the top saying, careful, you may have been misexposed to, you may have been exposed to misinformation, Jesse, because we, the people at, at Gmail and Google are here to protect you. So the first next start on this is because why did they go to SMS? Because it's one of the last bastions that conservatives could talk to each other without having some a-hole from Silicon Valley stamping out every word they said and 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 trying to correct or 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 reduce that information. They were very bothered by something that one conservative group did. You know, people voluntarily subscribe, say, sure, send me text when you have something interesting to say. They send them out to to a, a bunch of people and that freaks out the government and the DNC and they're working hand in hand. And I, 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 I will be one to pledge that the first time my phone gives me a correction of something that somebody said, that phone will be smashed with a hammer and I will find a, uh, I will find a cell phone company that doesn't play part of that game. Can, yeah, can, yeah, dude, it's- It feels, it's, it's look, it, creepy it feels shit. like we're surrounded, man. Honestly, like, because what you just said is right. You know, I mean, you're, what if what if I got a message like that on my phone right now? I would want to just take it and throw it against the wall. But, I mean, this is how I communicate. That's how I do my job half the time. What, how are you and I supposed to live in this world when they're taking over everything and trying to cro- control every part of the society? We still have to live here. Yeah. First thing, as a little aside, you have a picture of yourself on your own phone, which is a little creepy. Well, yeah. But, but... Yeah. <laughs> But, but secondly, look, the only hope we have is that conservatives, both on a consumer level and on an investor and creation level, go more quickly at building up the Internet of the right. Um, because if we don't have our own 
SMS, our own email service providers, our own uh, CDNs, our own uh, companies that that host things, uh, we're 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 going to lose, and we're going to lose in a way that we haven't lost before. Because once the other side has the ability to kind of tone down and and change messages, that's when things get off off the rails substantially. And there are some successes in that, and there are some failures in that. You know, I've been touting for for a long time, Parler. You know, they, they got wiped out, and and they were taken completely off the map uh, by by AWS, which is Amazon, and by Apple, working in concert in one day together on complete crap stuff. You know, saying that well, they 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 were the ones responsible, kind of for for the January sixth revolution in America that we squashed, even though there were more people doing talking to each other on other things. Um, Parler has not come out of the out of the doghouse. They are they are a fraction of themselves. They couldn't they 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 couldn't get past that. They get back they got back online. I mean, it took them offline, but they they've just not been able to come back in a real way. They've had technical problems because they had to rewrite their code from scratch in a month, and and they weren't able to do it. And they're a fraction of themselves. That said, most capitalists that I know are still capitalists over. Republicans or, or Democrats, or at least enough of them are to, when we start voting with our feet, when we start saying, you know, I don't want this cell phone company, I want this cell phone company, and there are millions of dollars to be made in giving things to that narrow niche of, of America, which is half the country, of course, uh, um, I'm, I'm optimistic that capitalism will catch up to this, but uh, we're not winning yet. Can I believe in, I believe every tribe, nation, small, big, whatever the case may be, is simply made up of cultural institutions, the pillars that hold it up. One of the main ones is some sort of enforcement of the law, whatever form that takes. When I see the Federal Bureau of Investigation publicly putting it out there, of course with a red bad guy in it, publicly putting it out there that you should be reporting your family members, can... How am I supposed to have any faith in the federal law enforcement arm at all? I, I used to be a big admirer. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an FBI agent. Now when someone says FBI to me, I roll my eyes and sneer. Yeah, you know, it happened to me as well. I mean, it was two chunks. One is is at, at Fox News where I ran the dot-com. Every time I talked to some upper levels in the FBI guys when they left, I was like, they weren't as smart as I'd hoped them to be. And then the second one was reading those texts and seeing that the former head of the FBI and sub-cabals working for that were actively working against both the election of Donald Trump and then once he was elected, trying to do what they could do to stop him from being seated, and then, of course, successfully zapping some of his incoming staff by spying on them and doing all sorts of stuff. So, so look, you know, when you read history books and you read about the FBI under Hoover, you're like, whoa, that was crazy all back then. It's crazy now. It's just um, um, it, it's been a little bit more... Uh, uh, the secrets have been kept longer, so it's harder to tell. We have to fight for for that stuff a yard at a time. Ken, I want to play you something from Jen Psaki. And, and, and then I, I try not to overblow this stuff, but this seems like it has to be a massive national security concern. Here's Jen Psaki. I can tell you that after careful consideration, a system has been established that allows for Hunter Biden to work in his profession within reasonable safeguards. Uh, of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career, just like any child of a president has the right to pursue a career. Uh, but all interactions regarding the selling of art and the setting of prices uh, will be handled by a professional gallerist adhering to the highest industry standards. And any offer out of the normal course would be rejected out of hand. And the gallerist will not share information about buyers 
buyers or prospective buyers, including their identities with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection and transparency. And if you provide quite a level of protection and transparency <laughs> by keeping everything anonymous. And honestly, look, I, I've never gotten too too deep in the Hunter Biden being a meth head train just because I don't care. I don't care that he runs around with European hookers. I do care that he's the president's son, though, Ken. He's not just a private citizen. He's not just the normal guy. He's the president's son with business ties to the president. He's selling crappy pieces of meth out artwork for $500,000 a pop to somebody we're not allowed to know about. And the Biden administration is bragging about it in the press conferences. But Jesse, that's his profession. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, it's like sure. hey, now that, I, now that I can't be on boards on, on Ukrainian and Eastern European gas companies that I didn't know anything about, now that I can't go and, and get money from frickin' China to put into an investment fund because my dad happened to be there and me and, and, and John Hines' uh, uh, family's, uh, family's kids are working with me. Now that we can't do that, what profession can I go to? Well, obviously he should go to, uh, you know, he should go to painting. Um, look, we have, we have some broad things to, I mean, to be fair and not just, just click on the guy. I mean, look, famous people can make money doing crappy things, right? I mean, when you, when you see the princess and prince of York and whatnot, they just got a prize in England for pledging to only have two babies. I mean, it's like, so So in, in our society, famous people can easily get, get rich. And the kind of flip side to that is we get to mock them when they get caught snorting coke in the bathroom or when they get fat, right? I mean, that's just kind of how, how, how famousness works. Billy Carter got famous making him selling his own beer. I mean, clearly there is, I mean, especially this has been a family where, where, you know, Uncle Joe has been, has, you know, a lot of people get rich around Joe Biden who happen to be related to him. And we've got some evidence from those, from, from that email that, hey, maybe that's true after all. Of course it was. Uh, we've got some evidence that he was also telling people, okay, now you kid, you pay for this person's college fund and this and that because it was a family business. And, and, and he, know, he knows that by keeping contracts to his brother, keeping contracts to his son that supposedly have nothing to him but enriches the family, uh, that, that, that he'll make money. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's as fake as senators writing books or presidents of the United States or former presidents of the United States getting big Netflix contracts to be a producer, a multi-million dollar producer. You've never produced anything. It's all fame, and it's it's a mild way of buying off the family, un undoubtedly. We've we've seen it. We've seen it happen a lot. Is it, you know, it bothers me as t you know him being corrupt and everybody seeing that doesn't bother me as much as my phone might not work anymore you know, on the grand scale of life, but it's still fun to point out keep consistent and and mock when he does something stupid and illegal. Ken the court. Thank you, brother. Good to be here. Thanks, buddy. All right. It's time for Lighten the Mood. Next. That's enough down stuff for tonight. It's time to lighten the mood. And what lightens your mood more than beautiful, beautiful music? We will overcome. We will overcome. We will overcome someday.
Miss T. <laughs> All right. I'll see you tomorrow.